0: for our next discussion not only a great song in its own right but uh, believe it or not uh, Vienna was the original birthplace of one of the most famous actresses of all time and one of Hollywood's classic beauties, the one and only Darling, promise me something. Anything Don't ever leave me No, of course not Just try to forget that there is
1: anyone but me
0: that is, of course, Hedy Lamar in the film H.M. Pullum, uh, Pullum Esquire. I have actually not seen that one, uh, but I am a fan of much of Hedy Lamar's work. And I, I am very, very excited to be joined in studio by Heather Massey, actor, writer, producer, and the star of the award winning play Hedy, the life and inventions of Hedy Lamar. Hello, Heather. Hello.
1: Wonderful to be here with you, Frank. It's great to see you. I appreciate you making the trek in the middle of the night. Yes, it's my first overnight interview. This is great. Wonderful. <laughs> hopefully not the
0: uh, hopefully not the last. How How did you fare with the subway at this time of uh, the day?
1: Not so well. Uh, <laughs> I, I could not understand the announcement, but wah, wah, wah. It was sort of like uh, something about an investigation at West Forth and... The A-train was supposed to be coming, and then it said zero minutes and nothing was happening. So, well, uh, yeah. you made
0: it here. That's the important <laughs> thing. popped out and got <laughs>
1: a car. Um, yeah.
0: So uh, the, a lot of—we have listeners of all ages. Some no doubt remember Hedy Lamar's work and saw it in real time as it unfolded. A lot of people may remember it uh, as something that uh, their parents or their grandparents watched. Some people may not be familiar with Hedy Lamar at all. If you're trying to explain Hetty Lamar to someone, who was Hetty Lamar?
1: She was a genius. You can explain it in one word, but there was a lot more to her to even than even that. Uh, so she was known as the most beautiful woman in the world. How did she get that distinction? That's a pretty um, impressive distinction to to get. Yeah, I mean. there are various. Um, stories as to how that happened. But I believe it was when she was working with Max Reinhardt, uh, the theatrical uh, director, and she was performing, or actually rehearsing, in a production of Noel Coward's Private Lives that um, that Max Reinhart was directing, and newspapermen were watching, and he turned to them and said, De hey, Kiesler is the most beautiful girl in the world. And uh, then it sort of just caught on like wildfire and uh, then she was known as the most beautiful woman in the world the most beautiful woman in film yeah i know
0: that uh, she did start her career as an actress in europe i think in czechoslovakia but uh, how did she get started in terms of of hollywood what was sort of the film uh, that put her on the map
1: oh the film that put her on the map was algiers algiers it was uh, she was signed with mgm Um, because it was Louis B. Mayer who signed her, but this was a loan out. Um, Algiers and her co-star was Charles Boyer. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, yeah, so... She was just stunningly beautiful on screen, and um, people just fell in love with her.
0: Uh, we're talking with Heather Massey. Uh, she is starring in "Hetty: The Life in- and Inventions of Hetty Lamar." We'll tell you how you can uh, get tickets in just a bit. Were you a fan of Hetty Lamar before you started the show?
1: Um fine if you're not (laughs) i didn't know a lot about her i will i will confess but i did know um know her name knew she was a famous actress but uh i found her unexpectedly as i was looking for a woman in science to feature in a solo play um and she was suggested to me because of her amazing inventions that all of us use every day
0: <laughs> uh, stuff like we're, we'll get to that in a second, but uh, GPS Bluetooth technology. She was actually integral to all of that stuff, which is amazing. When you mm-hmm. think about one of the most famous actresses in the world, one of the most beautiful women in the world, you don't immediately, and maybe it's the superficiality of, mm-hmm. uh, of ho- of uh, people that critique Hollywood and things like that. You don't immediately think of her as a, uh, as a brilliant actress, but if you were to, now, now that you have become sort of a student of Hedy Lamar's mm-hmm. life and her work, if you were to recommend a great film of hers that really captures her essence to someone that's not familiar with her work, that's never seen it. Like my mm. wife was unfamiliar with Hedy Lamar's yeah. work. What film or films would you suggest that people start with?
1: Oh, my, well, her most famous is Samson and Delilah. And she's very proud of that work. Um, playing Delilah in Cecil B. DeMille's film *Samson and Delilah*. Uh, your clip from H.M. Paula Esquire—that's my favorite really? film of hers. Um, I mean, sort of a slow-moving film, but her scenes—I just really love. Um, in the early scenes in her younger years as that character, um, she's really plucky and and she gets to show a bit more personality than she got to in a lot of the roles she was cast in. But there are other fun ones like Come Live With Me with Jimmy Stewart. Um, he was her favorite co star. And she was in My Favorite Spy with Bob Hope.
0: Well, see, that's my favorite oh, uh, Hedy Lamar film. Okay. And, and back then, everything was uh, my favorite, my favorite wife, my favorite year. But there's only one My Favorite Spy. How do you feel about me now? I haven't a quibble left in me. Mm-hmm. You've got to convince me of that and if you were to sort of pinpoint as an actress yourself maybe you're in a better position to answer this than m- many people would be but what made her so unique as an actress what was it about her performances that made her sort of jump off the screen
1: she was exquisite um visually and um and also vocally um she just very very charming um, I believe <laughs> yeah. and,
0: and you know if you look at the great Hollywood beauties of all time, you have uh, folks like um, Lana Turner, you have folks like uh, uh, people always uh, talk about uh, Jane Seymour uh, People talk about uh, folks like Janet Lee, certainly a beauty. Uh, Hetty Lamar had a very different look than mm-hmm. a lot of the Hollywood starlets of the forties and the fifties. What was it about her look that you think people found so striking?
1: Just her very fair skin, um, with uh, dark hair and her blue green eyes, um, and 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 her features as well. I mean, but she didn't always feel beautiful. She she um, just different messages she got growing up. She there was many there were many points in her life where she went to therapy although she did really? r- recognize uh yeah she did um but she did recognize the power that her looks had but she called her her face a, a a mask that she couldn't remove that it was a a curse wow
0: wow
1: it was also a blessing but it was a curse because people didn't see beyond her face to see her intellect and her passion and who she really was right
0: and the inventions that were, yeah you know would help yeah. uh, maybe win world war ii so tell us about the play uh hetty the life and inventions of hetty lamar how did you come to play her how did this play come to be
1: yeah so i was um well it goes back to when i was a kid i um Decided I wanted to be an astronaut or an inventor or to work with animals, and I really, that was in third grade, and I really focused on math and science. Uh, Started university in astrophysics uh, with the goal of becoming an astronaut and ended up with a theater arts degree. So um, I sort of put science away in a box and... Left it there and finally realized that it was an important aspect of myself and that I needed to honor that. So I took that out of the box and said, okay, well, let me marry my love of science with my love of art. And I, w- I wanted to have a piece that I could take anywhere in the world. And I have <laughs> taken it all over the world. Um, so a solo play is the most portable. So I looked for a woman in science to feature, found found Hedy Lamarr. And,
0: and you have performed this. All over the place yeah. on multiple different continents, <laughs> at least three uh, from what I can see. Right. Yes. Uh, it's, and is the show well received pretty much everywhere?
1: It it really is. It's just a really good story and dramatic. And um yeah, so it's great for people who know something about Hattie Lamar because they'll learn something new. Um, and it's great for people who don't know anything at all. Uh, it, it's yeah. uh,
0: it's it's showing in New York this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the A.M.T. Theater on West Forty Fifth Street. That led, led leads me to my next question. You mentioned what people will learn if they're already a little familiar with Hetty Lamar's life and her career. W- without spoiling too much of the show, <laughs> what will people learn about Hedy Lamar?
1: How it is that, that someone so unexpected c- could create technology that we use every day. Um, and not only do you see Hattie, but I play everyone.
0: Everyone. I, <laughs> I love it. everyone. So this is a true one-woman show.
1: Yeah. There are 36 characters. And I, I play everyone. I play Louis B. Mayer. I play her parents, the three of her husbands, Jimmy Stewart, a dash of... Clark Gable and some Betty Davis. I love this. Along this. I, the way. I can't wait
0: to see this. Mm-hmm. Um, here is a little bit of Heather Massey as Hetty Lamar.
1: There might be a few things about women you've overlooked in the movies. A great deal of me is immortalized on the silver screen, but there is no secret to glamour now. Any girl can be glamorous. All you have to do is to stand still. And look stupid. (laughs) It's quite right. You should try it sometime.
0: Would you characterize the show, and I am hoping to see it. I I think it's going to be difficult for me to catch this weekend. But would you characterize the show as a, I mean, obviously that's a very funny clip. And people can check out your your website at uh, heathermassey.com. That's M-A-S-S-I-E dot com. Mm -hmm. And see some other clips on there. But would you characterize the show as a comedy, a dramata, a comedic drama, dramatic comedy? How would you characterize it?
1: A comedy and a drama. (laughs) Yeah, both. Because, you know, it 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 tells the story of her life and things that challenges that she faced, but it it really showcases her wit as well. She had a great sense of humor and I really love that about her. Um, there's a great, a great story about her in her, in her later years, her, her best friend, Arlene Roxbury lives on Long Island and Hetty would often spend time with her and Arlene wanted to help her out, take her to the, the, the drugstore. So she, she went into the drugstore and the pharmacist just really insisted on a, on an autograph and ha- handed her a paper bag. Cause that's all he had. And she's like, Oh, Hedy, you know, he really wants an autograph. Hetty looks at the bag and she says, from one old bag to another. <laughs> so even in her latter years, she, she just had this wit and and that's that's really showcased in this. and even though they're all 36 characters, the most important relationship is Hetty's relationship with the audience.
0: That's great because
1: audience takes a journey with her.
0: Uh, this sounds uh, really special. This Friday uh, this Saturday, 7 p.m here in New York, Sunday at 5 p.m at the AMT theater, what's the best way for people to get tickets?
1: um well they there's a link on my website heathermassey.com um they can also go to and i don't know how to pronounce it kick ticks or quick ticks anyway it's q-i-k-t-i-x
0: See, i'm the worst .com. With this that's so hard out
1: q-i-k-t-i-x
0: out of, uh, get, the, so i think the best way heathermassey.com has all the yeah. information on there there's no way that we can persuade you to give away a pair of tickets to uh, a lucky listener now can we can we I Can we switch to that? You I can or... do that. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So, um, we'll we'll do what we'll do. We'll, we'll keep chatting. But the seventh caller right now <laughs> to 800-848-9222 will give you a pair of tickets to. Do you, you want to say which show, or they can they pick which show they, they want to go? Oh, to? yeah. So we, can, can, we, can, we can make Friday, an arrangement. Mm-hmm. It's very nice. See, mm-hmm. you, you you've lost money doing this radio show today. <laughs> um. Uh, so one of the things that uh, I am a fan of Mel Brooks, and I'm a little embarrassed to say this. But uh, I first became aware of Hetty Lamar because of the film *Blazing Saddles*, yeah. and I had, you know, I like movies, but I had not seen at least none that I was aware of any of Hetty Lamar's films before I had seen *Blazing Saddles*. And in *Blazing Saddles*, the villain in that film is just terrific. It's a great <laughs> character named headley lamar and one of the running gags throughout the film is that uh, people keep calling him Hedy lamar instead of headley i repeat after me i Aye. your name your name schmucks pledge allegiance, pledge allegiance to headley lamar to Hedy lamar that's headley uh, I mean, it's very funny, and it's yeah. much funnier once I learned who Hedy Lamar was. Yeah. She wasn't that impressed with she that. She
1: was not so happy. She never liked to be the butt of a joke. Um, and she and Mel were friends, but she moved to sue him over this. Well, you know, she'd been dismissed by Hollywood. Her her mention that she and her co-inventor gave to the Navy uh, that was for torpedo guidance, the one that's now used in our cell phones, Wi-Fi, GPS, Bluetooth, had been dismissed. So... At that point, if somebody was making money off her name, she should get something too, right? Mm. So he ended up sending her some money, and all was well. All right. But, but I have a, oh go yeah, ahead. no,
0: please go ahead.
1: I have an interesting side note. Um, uh, well, during COVID, I watched a lot of Carol Burnett with Harvey Korman, and um, I've been recently befriended by his son Christopher Korman. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, he's recently written a book about being Harvey's son called "Oh My God, It's Harvey Corman's Son." You can buy it on Amazon. <laughs> That's funny. I have, to, I have to yeah. check that out. Uh,
0: but I thought that was funny yeah. because I uh, took note that she did have a sense of humor, but apparently oh, right. she didn't like she didn't like uh, being the butt of a joke she didn't in like that to film. Be the joke. No. What I th- <laughs> did not realize is that uh, she was actually I knew she was a great beauty, I knew that she was a great actress, I knew that she was an inventor. I did not realize that she was married so many times. She collected a lot of husbands, didn't she?
1: Six times, yeah. I mean, I think it's like the the curse of being beautiful, you know, the Elizabeth Taylor syndrome. You know, people wouldn't necessarily marry her for her, you know, just especially her first husband. Well, She did love him, but um, she was a trophy wife, and she was sort of... Kept under lock and key, and she just eventually said, "I've got to get out." Uh,
0: that's one of the things that I. Uh, my wife is very confident that uh, my curse of being beautiful is not something <laughs> that will ever right. lead to the dissolution of our marriage. Oh. Um so the play is called Hetty: The Life and Inventions of Hetty Lamar. And by the way, we gave the tickets away so people can stop calling. The phones just blew up with people trying awesome. to get tickets. Thank so the, the, they're not expensive; they're twenty dollars, so people can buy well, tickets. Right? Well, and,
1: that's with the discount. Oh, uh, with the code. discount, yeah, because right. they're about 40 to 60 dollars um regular price but for all of you listeners there is a discount code that I can give you it's the letter h t p 20 so h t p 20 use that discount
0: code and they're not expensive you could stop calling kenneth we're not giving away any more tickets for today now <laughs> um the play is called the life and inventions of hetty lamar yeah. she is in the inventors hall of fame we yes. talked about Uh, how uh, her invention led to GPS and Bluetooth. What exactly did she invent?
1: Yes, so it's called the secret communication system, and it's for torpedo guidance. Wow. Um, So torpedo guidance was very inaccurate at the time, and there were various clunky systems that were used, and when radio guidance was used, they only used one frequency. So it's sort of like it could be detected by the enemy and they could send a false signal. Um, so her idea was frequency hopping. So hopping really quickly from one frequency to another in an identical pattern for the guiding vessel Mm. and the torpedo. And that way the, the full message couldn't be intercepted. And they even like planted, uh, the plan was to plant false messaging in there as well. Um, so it it was unfortunately not used during World War II. The Navy sort of shelved it. They oh, marked really? it top. They that. marked it top secret. They shelved it. Um, you know, maybe they just didn't understand it, and the maybe ha- thought, oh, we can't put a player piano in into a torpedo because it was the concept of a player piano that huh. made it work. Uh, maybe they thought, oh, it's a Hollywood film star, and her co-inventor was a was a. Um, uh, avant-garde music composer george antile she brought him on when she had the idea um and he he made compositions synchronizing player pianos and so it was the idea of a paper roll in a player piano so a paper roll mm-hmm. that it had uh punched holes in it that's how a player piano knows how what notes to play and when yeah, how, no, yeah. I've seen them. Yeah, Wait. I didn't know the technology, yeah. but so yeah, so they use the same idea instead of using it for musical frequencies, using it for radio frequencies, and making of just much smaller device that they would include um, a matching pattern in each one. So, um, so it was implemented in the in the late fifties for a sonic buoy system, and then this is is very interesting because it was used in nineteen sixty two during the Cuban Missile Crisis. Really. And it helped avert that from escalating. So, in a way, what what they were trying to accomplish, and what her idea for improving this was trying to accomplish during World War II and saving lives and averting crisis, helped during the, the human a- and crisis. that
0: was not her only invention right and she was very i mean that was the one that's most uh, right uh, r- relative to what we do today mm-hmm. in terms of gps and bluetooth mm-hmm. but um she was self-taught right she had Selfed. no formal exactly. education or anything that, like that yeah
1: that's an, an one reason one other reason why it's a very inspiring story is that she left school around 16 or so That's and started um her career as um a film actress and a uh, stage actress and um and yeah so if she wanted to know something she bought books and she she learned and she or she asked questions or she brought on people thing people that knew things you know so Uh,
0: last question and i could talk with you all day and i hope you'll come back and (laughs) i uh, hope there's another run of this show soon in new york Uh, because
1: probably next year uptown
0: keep me posted uh, Mm -hmm. because uh, i'm looking forward to seeing this i'm sorry i can't make this weekend and if people want to get tickets they can go to heathermassey.com but um, she became very secluded in her later life, yeah. almost kind of a recluse. Mm-hmm. Very briefly, why? Why did she shy away from mm. a public that seemed to want to adore her yeah. and become increasingly reclusive in her later years?
1: Well, like I said, she'd been dismissed by Hollywood, by the Navy. Um And also, people expect you to look the same as you did Mm. when you were in that most beautiful woman in the world phase. So she had a a, a good bit of plastic surgery. She actually invented a lot of the procedures that she had, which is unprecedented. And, um, you know, people were quite cruel sometimes, and there was some controversy in her latter years. So she just sort of kept to herself. Um, and, and she had
0: money and everything
1: uh, there were times where she didn't huh. but um she uh, bought the money mail center and a lawsuit with corel draw um she, she invested the money she got from those things very well, and so she did at the end of her life, had about $3 million.
0: Well, it sounds like a great show. Yeah. The clips that I've seen on your website are terrific. Uh, you seem terrific, and I, I hope you'll make, uh, now that you mastered the subway in the middle of the night, you'll make uh, visiting here a regular oh, of a regular of occurrence. Uh, check out HeatherMassey.com and remember, if you want to use the discount code HTP20, you can get some tickets for $20. Uh, if you want to comment on anything we've discussed, you can. 800 This is The Other Side of Midnight. Straight ahead. The Other Side of midnight. Midnight.